Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. It's time for the upswing on WTMJ, showcasing businesses, entrepreneurs, and community leaders throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Here's your host, Jeff Sherman. I'm gonna make this place Good morning, Wisconsin, and hello, Milwaukee. Welcome to the Upswing. It's Wednesday, an absolutely gorgeous day here in downtown Milwaukee. We're going to talk about design, experiences, and how they all relate to business. There is inspiration everywhere, right? Especially on beautiful days like today. And often we use architecture in our lives as a thing that kind of guides us and shows us, all right, this is how I should feel. This is how I should connect to my community. I took a walk yesterday, and I highly recommend today getting out of the office and taking a walk over lunch or whenever you can. And actually, I drove along the lakefront this morning to get to the avenue here in downtown Milwaukee. But yesterday, as I was on my walk, I just have to, I have to mention this quickly. My sister texted me and let me know that uh, Paul Frank Yanelli passed away last weekend. And if you don't know who uh, Mr. Yanelli is, he was the founder, one of the co-founders of the Italian Community Center and also a Festa Italiana. And he was 95 years old, obviously a life really, really well lived. But I figured as we get into our conversation about community and connections and business and everything happening at the lakefront, I just want to uh, do a little tribute to Mr. Yanelli and say, hey, we thank him and his family for all that he done. There's so many wonderful people that had bold, that have bold visions that move things forward, and their legacy lasts forever. So that type of inspiration and those type of individuals, those are the people that just inspire me each and every day, and there are so many of them across the state of Wisconsin. So my deepest sympathies to the family, but thank you so much to... Paul Franchinelli for all he's done. Festa Italiana coming back this summer at the lakefront at the Summerfest grounds. A wonderful experience. But we know it's anchored to one individual that had the bold idea and the vision to move it forward. So examples of inspirational design are really everywhere, especially here in the state of Wisconsin. You, know, you have Frank Lloyd Wright build homes everywhere. You have amazing churches and places of worship. You have high rises, you have stadiums. You know, we all get that feeling when you're going past Fisher Forum or Lambeau Field, right? You get that feeling of, wow, this is what space is. This is what architecture is all about. And of course, we have museums. And they're all about design and usability. And here in Milwaukee at our lakefront, the Milwaukee Art Museum stands tall. You know, it truly flies, right? And you did know that there's one person, okay, it takes a village, it's always about a team, but there's one person there that is in charge of the experience and how we feel when we enter the art museum. His name is Scott Schwabel, and he's going to be our guest today. He's going to be a great guest to shine the light on many things, including the new lights at the art museum, but also give us some flavor in terms of what the art museum is doing to create an even more welcoming vibe and more opportunities for us all to connect to the beautiful space. But a little bit more about the Art Museum before we head to, head to the commercial break and to bring in Scott. You know, the Art Museum added its wings 
if you're listening across the state in 2001, it seems like it was just yesterday, but it was years ago. You know, I've always thought that this was such a seminal moment for Wisconsin and Milwaukee, right? A true sign that we can do big things. You know, we made a building that flies on our lakefront. And it really was a difference maker in terms of culture and how we feel in the greater Milwaukee area. The Quadrachi Pavilion is the name of the iconic sculptural addition to the Milwaukee Art Museum. It was designed by Spanish architect Santiago Caltrava, and you can see it as it flies over Lake Michigan when you are in town. So highlights of the building are the magnificent cathedral-like space of Windhover Hall, 90-foot hall, or I'm sorry, 90-foot high glass ceilings, the Burke Briselet, which are the wings, it's a movable sunscreen with 217-foot wingspan, and it unfolds twice each and every day. And then you have the Ryman Bridge, which we talk about connections on this show often. It's a pedestrian suspension bridge that connects the museum into the heart of the city. And connecting to the city is what it's all about. And we're going to talk about that intersection of community, business, and the art museum as we continue our conversation here on The Upswing. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Upswing. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman. Thank you for being with us. If we're going to talk about the intersection of community and business, the Milwaukee Art Museum here in Milwaukee has to be in that conversation. But I want to give you a little bit more flavor in terms of experienced directors before we bring on our guest. A lot of institutions and businesses are hiring experienced directors and really undertaking projects that can better connect the business and the entity back to the community. I think a perfect example is City Edition jerseys that the NBA has done, right? All the teams are doing custom jerseys that connect with local designers, that bring it back to retail, that give fans another reason to not only be a fan, but to purchase locally. So it's really cool. You see what's happening at Major League Baseball with City Connect jerseys. The Brewers had one in 2022. Remember the Bruce, Bruce City and MKE? Then they had the apparel, with the, the apparel with the grills next to it. I mean, that's what it's all about. This year, nine teams are going to launch new City Connect jerseys. Cleveland, Detroit, Minnesota, the Mets, Philly, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. So bringing that experience back to the heart of what business is all about is what we want to talk about. So our guest today is Scott Schwabel, who is the Chief Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. I want to bring out Scott and just, Scott, give us a Scott Schwabel story for those that need to hear it. Well, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Howard, thanks for having me. Congratulations on your new show. Hey, thank what, you. What a great addition. Thank you. Um, well, where to begin? So my, uh, my role is new for the Art Museum, much okay. like what you have just uh, talked about um, uh, institutions realizing that there needs to be a greater connection between sort of traditional demand side, which is like marketing function. And then once, right. for lack of a better term, once people are in the doors on premises and building a tighter intersection between those, those two sort of forms of experience. So one, you know, building awareness two, but creating understanding for me as a longtime brand marketing person is right. how do you build preference and how do you build sort of more of an emotional connection um, to institutions or, or brands 
Um, so for me, the creation of this role, which I give the art museum great credit for, um, realizing that it's, it's also it's an emerging um, role in museums as well. Museums are sort of ripe for reimagination um, um, and bringing sort of uh, modern thinking, um, or like you had like you had said, you know, the jerseys are a perfect example of of how how you build conversational value um, for a brand. Um, and more importantly, like how do you how do you how do you build things that allow just sort of greater points of access to share and celebrate? Um, and and for me, uh, you know, um, uh, the idea of my role at the museum is doing that. It's helping. It's helping elevate. There's a ton of great work that's art. I mean, my goodness, right. that place is loaded with talented, smart um, uh, uh, individuals. Um, but but for me, it's what what do you do in addition? Um, yeah. to that. And yeah, you're coming into a pretty amazing institution that already is full of exhibits and life and a wonderful team. But mm -hmm. now, you know, like anything, it has to continue to evolve mm -hmm. and to innovate. And you know, I like to use the NBA All-Star Game as an example. Like, the All-Star Game has a lot going on. The game is almost a side dish, but you have the floor this year, which crazy was cool, amazingly right? yeah, cool. Crazy cool. Which will probably be implemented, I'm guessing, into all floors Eventually, down the road. Yep. But that might be the only thing that people connect to. Mm -hmm. Right? So the art museum has to continue to look for those type of examples. So as you're getting ready to dive into this new role, mm -hmm. what does that look like? Like, did you take like five months and go to other art museums across the country? You know, it's a uh, uh, great question. So uh, fortunately for me, I mean, one, art has always been a part of who I am. Uh, I've, you know, I've been a creative soul in my entire existence. So as a result of that, museums have always kind of been on my personal um, uh, radar as I've, as I've had the good fortune to travel. I've always hit art museums. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've loved them uh, as a sense of or a source of inspiration. So in many ways, a lot of the work I've done my entire career has sort of led up to this uh, opportunity. I will tell you, I walk in them and have done this uh, since since uh, hiring on. I walk in with a, sort of a new level of heightened awareness around uh, what's going on. So, yeah, yeah. you know, my entire career has been about being curious, about trying to, uh, one, never be satisfied and always kind of seek to create continuous improvement. Um, so uh, as I walk in every day, frankly, at the art museum, I, I look at everything. I tell people, you know, you're going to you're going to get to know me because I'm coming to get to know you. And as a result, I, I want to figure out how we can bring all of that more forward, um, uh, drive a consumer experience to me. Hospitality, you know, is in my background. It's also mm -hmm. a very important part. I think institutions uh, need to realize that hospitality is a very uh, important and endearing part of the experience. So, yeah, good. And that's what I want to talk about coming up after the break. I want to talk about the food and beverage. I want to talk about kind of what's next for the art museum. I want to talk a little bit more about your past and how you're sure. bringing those ideas to light. And we're going to do all that and a whole lot more here on The Upswing. I'm Jeff Sherman. It's 1020. Thank you for tuning in at WTMJ. Welcome back to The Upswing. I'm Jeff Sherman. Another beautiful day here in downtown Milwaukee. We are talking Milwaukee Art Museum experiences and connections to the community. The WTMJ talk and text line is 855-616-1620. If you have questions about the Art Museum, please send them in and I'll do my very best to relay them to our guest. I saw a story last week in Fast Company magazine that talked about design and I wanted to take this to you as we continue our conversation with Scott. You know, safe and equitable 
urban mobility, access to green space, walkable neighborhoods that promote well-being and connection are basic needs that every community deserves. Investment in this type of public infrastructure can make a significant impact. Think of Chicago's lakefront, New York City's Central Park, or parts of London, or all the parks of London. All these open spaces that belong to everyone promote inclusion and bettering the community. So when you look at what the city and the county and the state are doing at our lakefront here in Milwaukee, there's a complete streets program that's a total revamp of East Michigan Street at the lakefront. The 44-story couture apartment tower that's growing and ready to open this spring. The city's creating new raised bike lanes separated from the cars by curbs. It's revamping the intersection of Michigan Street and Lincoln Memorial Drive all right by the Milwaukee Art Museum. So, Scott, give us give us your thoughts just as a signature icon on the lakefront. What's coming and how it's going to continue to evolve and change? Well, first of all, all those things you just mag- um, um, sort of um, repacked, like how amazing common sense are, are don't they represent for, for, for a city, for the built environment, like a way to make our cities um, uh, pleasant, but also, you know, the green spaces or public spaces allow you to sort of just slow down this moment of patience in your in your built environment like what just practical magic for a way to build sort of a city and great representations here in Milwaukee it was one thing when i also said when i came into the Milwaukee Art Museum like here we are with this world class architecture that's not us saying it that's a recognizable thing on this outrageous piece of real estate the hard things are already naturally here. Our, our direct adjacency to this wonderful lakefront, the bones of our city. You know, the fact that we, as an art museum, enjoy sort of the, the, the dot on the exclamation point of where all these things converge. You know, I've never, I've, I've never ever had anybody come into the city who's never been here and not been like, wow, like how amazing is this place? Or I had no idea. Like, you know, those of us that have been here for a long time or are fans of the city, like design, I, you know, in my previous life in, in experience too, like I've always believed, first of all, that creativity is a strategic point of difference in business. Design is a great differentiator in that strategic point of difference. And when you have, you know, sometimes great business strategy is just paying attention to what the obvious things are that you have and figuring out a way to reinvest or yeah. just continue to shine a light on those obvious things. Um, so, you know, for me, what a privilege to be at the art museum. What an amazing time to be in the city as momentum's coming, businesses are moving back downtown, redevelopment is happening, a more pedestrian sort of urban planning, you know, uh, a lens is being put on our, on our city. And those are actually, they're all the easy things because we don't have to invent the hard things that they anchor right. against. What did you learn at your time at? Colectivo Coffee in terms of building a brand and maybe how can you transfer some of that to your art museum experience? Well, you know, so when I was building the Colectivo brand, uh, you know, first of all, community was at the epicenter of what we were doing or what the focus or strategic vision was. Building a sense of, creating a sense of place. You know, creating a place that people, when they walked into or when they were immersed in maybe they couldn't articulate what it was but they could feel it and for me that was always you know a big premise of what we were trying to do and lead there and it was about accessibility we were we were trying to create these places for all and places that became sort of so so entwined in people's like sense of attraction that they 
they just became easy. For me, that was, once again, creativity as a strategic point of difference. When I think about the art museum, it's about also taking these amazing assets that I have in front of me and figuring out new ways or clever ways to both enhance or lift or to, to do that same thing. And it's not just going to benefit us. It's going to benefit the lakefront. It shows us, you know, like nothing advertises your business better than people sitting on your front doorstep. Right. And, and food and beverage is a big driver. Like, Huge obviously, driver. there's a cafe yeah. at the Milwaukee Art Correct. Museum now. Correct. Do you see that expanding in terms of like restaurant and dining offerings? Is that something you're looking at? Are people coming to you with ideas? I'm sure you're overflowing with ideas now, still new in the role. Yeah, we'll talk about the food and beverage a little bit. Yeah, we're smiling at each other uh, for those that can't uh, see us. Food and beverage is a huge component of this. It's 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 the it's the amenity of what you want to experience. Food has taken on an absolutely new level of interest and and passion um, in our culture. So for me, absolutely, I'm looking. I mean, I sit on this one of the best patios, one of the best, you know, um, uh, sort of lakefront amenities in the Midwest, if not, you know, almost anywhere. So paying attention to what and how we offer, absolutely, it's on my radar of things to continue to enhance or maybe even reinvent. Um, uh, once again, just to drive the and around. Oh, by the way, world class art collection, right. world class lakefront. Yeah, anything that enhances the experience and brings a little bit more flavor to it is a good thing. For yeah, they're sure. simple delights that have huge power and huge value. Yeah. We are going to continue our conversation with Scott Swable, Chief Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. We're going to talk about the lights. We're going to talk about all that's new at the Art Museum and a whole lot more. Welcome back to The Upswing in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. We are talking to Scott Schwabel, who is the Chief Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum, talking about the intersection of community, business, and life, as we always do on The Upswing. There's a true complexity to creating brands and feelings that every business, and especially businesses that you're going to, to feel a certain way, need to do each and every way, day. So lighting up buildings, lighting up the entities is something that just works. And on Friday's show, we're going to have a couple of people from the Light the Hone Project on to talk about that bridge and kind of what their next plans are. But the new wings at the Milwaukee Art Museum are now lit up. Can you tell us about that process, Scott, and how you got to there? Sure. Sure. So the uh, first of all, the Hone, what an amazing addition to our city skyline. Um, you know, for us, it was something very similar uh, with the art museum. And there's sort of two things that I think um, uh, people will be able to experience now. So, yes, we've added light. So the building has been lit before, but it's been lit in sort of the very classic pristine white. But as we've seen skylines evolve and the ability to sort of participate in community engagement in evolve, the ability to sort of use color as as creating a message or celebration or point of view, we want it to do that um, as well. We're the most you know iconic building on 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 the skyline, so why not be able to figure out a way to participate in that conversation, to celebrate fun things? If one of our sports teams you know has a great run or big big sort of community moments, um, so we we wanted to do that. The other thing that. Um, and you'll notice now, which we debuted last week, the the wings um, sort of had a uh, they weren't open as much as I thought or we thought um, was. And is beneficial. that now twice daily still? So the you? so the so the wings still open and close. So they still do their flap, is what it's right. called. Okay. At, um, uh, at at noon, and then they they will they will move again. The 
but the second flap mid-afternoon isn't happening. They'll now just move when they close. So now every day that we are open, the wings are going to be open until 10 p.m. at night. Okay. So that is a brand new sort of initiative um, since I've come in. And part that was motivated, one, we now have the ability to light these wings and have really fun color. Two, the wings were closing at 5 o'clock, which was missing a huge part of people being out on the move, or more importantly, the downtown sort of night experience. And so the wings, in their full majesty, open. They're amazing. I wanted more people to see them. We wanted more people to see them because it helps the conversational value of who we are. And, oh, by the way, that also helps sort of drive people away and say, you know what, when was the last time I was there? Maybe I'm going to go to the art museum. Or, oh, how amazing is that photo showing the art museum lit up? In a way that, like, you know, for Valentine's Day, we were just lit in pink, yeah. you know, wonderfully socialized. People people driving home down Wisconsin Avenue at night, you know, you, you offer that Instagrammable moment, moment that is able to be shared. and Which is very is, important in yes. building brand. So is there is there a system or a regularity to when the lights will come on? And is there a remote? And, like, could I have it as I'm just <laughs> driving down and, like, turn them into a color that I want? There is a there, as you can imagine, a building that moves is first of all outrageous. Yes. Um, uh, secondly, the uh, um, how and when those uh, wings move is very meticulously managed. So in this in the super secret uh, security booth, there is a system that is designed. So in the wings can only open when temperatures are at a certain point or or winds are at a certain level. So technically, the long the long answer is yes. There's actually a remote okay. that can. Open them in a moment. All right. Uh, conditions appropriate. Okay. And then as well as, as change the colors. So for, for example, right now, the lights are designed to reflect, uh, the Larry Bell sculpture that's in Wendover Hall. And there's three, three signature colors of the glass sculpture. So right now the lights are reflecting, um, that. So hopefully you get a chance to see the wings. Okay. You know, once again, weather, weather dependent, um, on this outrageously, you know, amazing feature, but. Very good. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some traveling exhibits, kind of what's next for the Milwaukee Art Museum, where you get your inspiration in life, Scott, and a whole lot more. This is The Upswing. We're talking to Scott Schwebel, who is the Chief Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. Welcome back to The Upswing. A wonderful, long conversation with Scott Schwebel, who is the new Chief experience officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. So someone just sent me a, a text, Scott, that said it was a survey on this site called datingnews.com for some crazy reason. It named the Milwaukee Art Museum the 106th most unique first date experience in America. 106. Like, well, just the fact that you're on the list is good, but let, let's get that up a little higher. Yeah, I'd say that's a little low. We should, yeah. considering what 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 it is, we should, we should be a little higher. Yeah, we should be a little higher. But number one, oddly, was the South Carolina Charleston carriage ride and historic st- stroll. That was number one experience. Okay. San Antonio River Walk was number two. Our River Walk, you know, yep. holds a yep. holds a candle to that yep. for yep. sure. And then uh, the Boone and Scenic. Valley Railroad Dinner Train in Iowa was number three. Whoa. So I, I don't know. I don't know about datingnews.com, but yeah. let's get the Milwaukee Art Museum yeah, higher on yeah, that list for let, sure. Let's do it. Charleston, yeah, that's formidable that's competition. Right. The other yes. two, I think we've got a chance at Yes. Yeah. So talk about what uh, we had our wedding photos taken at the Milwaukee Art Museum many mm-hmm. years ago. So talk about weddings and events and kind of what your plan is moving forward. Obviously, you know, just announced Art and Bloom 
coming up in, yeah, in return April. Of an, yep, amazing, amazing, uh, beloved uh, event, um, you know, for the art museum and, and for the community of Milwaukee. Uh, for me, events, absolutely, they're a part of driving the brand experience, creating meaning, dimensionalizing what the art museum is in addition to, you know, the amazing collection and the real estate. It's it's how we're able to participate in the socialization of the experience of the city. So for me, I look at uh, not just the events that are hosted at, at the art museum, which are, you know, great opportunities right. for us as an institution, but also for me figuring out ways that we are the authors of events going forward. What type of programming can we do in addition to the artful programming that we that we already currently do in support of our exhibitions, in support of our learning and engagement. Um, but what are the things that we can do where inherently who we are offers this very distinct um, environment to have conversations, to do certain types of things that are either just fun or educational or maybe a little bit entertaining. So for me, I'm examining all of it. Jeff, because events are a really important way for us to build our personality. Do you see ever adding music or other signature events that are just your own? Absolutely. You know, music is, once again, like food. It's it's a wonderful way to sort of build on the senses of what a brand is or the the sensory experience. Music is a natural. Music already sort of happens in different ways, but what an an amazing venue to potentially look at how music can continue to put the and on in the experience. Yeah. How do you, how does the art museum look at the traveling exhibits? You know, like the immersive experiences like the Beyond King Tut that the Baird Center had and some of those other truly immersive experiences come in, kind of take over the building and add, you know, maybe something adjacent to what is already there. Yeah, I think that, uh, first of all, the uh, curatorial um, group at the art museum, you know, this amazing... Um, a group of individuals that collectively shepherd uh, the programming. Um, but uh, I think that we've seen over the last decade is the intersection of technology and the rise of how technology can sort of dimensionalize um, the experiential, both whether it is sort of a museum-oriented or uh, an exhibit-oriented um, experience. There's not a distinct point of view at this moment. I can tell you, though, that technology and how technology can enhance the sort of classic object observer or the art museum experience is 100% the tip of the spear for me. I, mm-hmm. There's a great opportunity to figure out what's the most appropriate and tasteful way to continue to evolve that. So I think these immersive experiences that are touring are amazing. The fit for us, um, you know, I, I, it, I think we'll look at everything. We're still going to stick to the core yeah. you know, values of, of what we do in the, in the mission. But the idea that the landscape is changing, you've got to be open Very to, good. To, to it. All right. Well, I want to close the conversation when we come back after the break, talk a little bit about AI, talk a little bit about maybe some new business partnerships coming. I want to talk about my favorite exhibit at the Art Museum, Have You Defined Success? And we'll wrap up our conversation with Scott Schwabel, the chief exhibit. Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. This is The Upswing. Welcome back to The Upswing. We're talking with Scott Schwebel, Chief Experience Officer at the Milwaukee Art Museum. New lineup here on WTMJ, The Upswing. Scott, how do you get your news? 
each and every day. It's, it, it's a question that I've been thinking about a lot. Like, whoa, the, the lineup's all new here. When you get up in the morning, what does that look like for you? Well, it's uh, there's. Uh, I'm not really a creature of habit, but I guess if I look back on it, I I sort of am a little bit of a creature <laughs> of habit in in, uh, in the in the morning with the morning cup of coffee. So, um, I I I start uh, with the television in many ways. Uh-huh. You know, I've got kiddos in the house, right. so okay. I kind of have that on in the background. But uh, for me, it's my phone and radio. I mean, I'm an I am an absolute voracious consumer of content. Yeah. Um, it's helped make me sort of good and present in my role, or it's, right. frankly, it's been it's helped me be good and present in my entire arc of my career of paying yeah. attention information. I sort of, um, my daughter regularly says, Daddy, why don't you, why don't you read books? And I say, well, I read a, a lot. I just read for information. But uh, the phone phones are, you know, has, has turned in sort of to the... Um, go-to source, uh, you know, radio is an important component as you get out and on the move. I always thought it was funny when people maybe said, oh, radio is, you know, uh, it, it, radio is here. It's a right. wonderful way to, to in, especially the way content can diversify. But uh, phone, okay. radio, when I'm on the move okay. throughout, throughout the day. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, content's ever, ever evolving for sure. And I'm sure that I want to ask a little bit about the challenges and opportunities of the role and you can connect it back to content if you want because i'm sure that's a lane there's been commercials filmed at the milwaukee art museum there's a lot of kind of runway there to reinvent so what have been your biggest challenges and what do you see as your opportunities moving forward in your role yeah i think that uh a challenge for us which is probably not unlike many museums is museums can be intimidating yeah and when you're the great beacon on the hill like our art music this like absolutely visually impressive um uh, almost like it's stoic. Got this highbrow thing like yes. i want to go there what can you do how for can, me how right. am i gonna feel there right and it for for me one of the things that i want to do and this is you know content will definitely play a role in this is how do you disarm or demystify how how you're supposed to feel or act um, in a in a museum, and uh, a lot of that can be done through one through the speaking of phones uh, yeah. through figuring out a way to welcome people, how to disarm them, how to create an environment that that uh, feels uh, while scholarly and educational is important. It's a role of what museums, especially the Milwaukee Art Museum, um, uh, is here to do. But how can how can you do that in a way like first of all, kids walk in and we we host kids like crazy, and they're yeah. these amazing creatures. They come in and they 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 they're not afraid to be who they are. It's right. the grown ups. That I is there to. is there a different approach to each audience as they enter? Is that something you're looking at? When I come in, you want me to feel a certain way. So, yeah. oh, this demographic, that demographic. What does that look like? So for me, the core strategy there is hospitality. How do we make sure we're greeting people and disarming them, letting them know that we are glad to have you in our environment? You walk into the Milwaukee Art Museum, one of the great communal, communal features of it is it's open and free to the public. It's, you know, so you can walk in Wendover and be, be amazed by what you see. But I want to make sure that we're, we're touching people and talking to them and helping them start in their journey. And so demystifying that and then using technology, using content or other forms of communication to, to sort of uh, build knowledge or create engagement. Um, uh, but it is, you know, it's a, it's a definite challenge. People don't quite yeah. know how to. How I, to I walked past yesterday and I wanted to go in and check out a couple of things. It's closed on Monday and Tuesdays. Yep. But the guard came out and said, hey, we're closed on awesome. Tuesdays. Do you want to take a picture? I'll move away. So I wanted to get a picture of the new sculpture, the winter exhibit. And it, it was great. And, you know, just little things like that. 
It's that, truly important from an experience and, standpoint. And I'm so glad um, to hear that. You know, the security crew is amazing. Um, but that's that's a touch. You know, brands are living, breathing things, and they're a promise. And you have to fulfill that promise every day, and it's the little things that you do. So that's a perfect example, Jeff, of yeah. the way we want to be this hospitable, beautiful icon that represents the city, represents the community. More importantly, helps understand what your need is. Yeah. Well, I love the inspiration of the Milwaukee Art Museum and its wings and all that's come. I hope you'll come back and continue to update us on all that's new and exciting in your role and everything that will continue to happen at the Milwaukee Art Museum. Thanks for having me, Jeff. And if I'm doing my job, there'll be plenty of things to talk about. Very good.